Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 64, and my special guest, Gigi, from our J. Parr McKinney office. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm awesome and so glad you're here today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and you know, I'm so excited to spend some time and talk about your amazing background and your career in real estate. So before real estate, what was, what was the gig? Before real estate, I was in, actually in the health and wellness business. So I was a health initiatives director for the American Heart Association. I was the director of corporate relations for a Cooper Wellness Program. Mm. And most recently, I was the bilingual wellness director for Blue Cross and Blue Shield for a uh, Mexican company. Wow. So health and wellness is just part of who you are and part of your background. That's right. That's my first calling. And then how did that translate into getting into real estate sales? Well, actually, real estate found me because I was in that business when I got recruited to become the director of sales and marketing for a village. It's a mixed-use village called Adriatica mm-hmm. Village in McKinney, Texas. Right. And, um, you know, it's comprised of commercial and real est- and uh, residential and restaurant, retail. Mm-hmm. Never imagined that I would find my second calling in real estate um, with residential sales. Wow. Yes. And, well, I'm so glad you did. Yes. But, but have you found that there is a connection to your performance in real estate sales with your health and wellness? Yes, I do think so because I think that um, I put my whole heart into everything I do. And, um, you know, I never imagined that I was going to fall in love with real estate. You know, when you mm-hmm. look at your heart, I think what happened was many people started telling me, Gigi, I feel your passion. Mm. And they felt it. Mm-hmm. And they said they would just come to me and say, Gigi, can you help me sell my home? Can you help me? Can you help me? And finally, I just, you know, when I got to a crossroads in that um, business as sales rep, I decided I think I need to do, really do this because I love the business. I love helping people find their, wow. their home. And home is where the heart is. So it all worked out well. For sure. And without that energy, without the, the drive of, of your health and wellness that fits into that, you wouldn't have the energy to to perform as you do. That's right. Yeah. Well, okay. So going back four years, Mm -hmm. it's been full-time four years into real estate sales. What's been the most um, satisfying and what's been maybe the biggest struggle? Well, I think the most satisfying thing is that, you know, I get to help people, you know, this fulfilling a purpose of mine Mm -hmm. to help people with their home and their life transitions that's a big deal Mm -hmm. I take it uh, very seriously and it's so rewarding I mean it's not easy I'm not gonna sit here and tell you this is an easy job but it is a simple thing it's just basically you know I think uh, I tell people you need to love what you do and I love this business I love helping people and at the end of it all like I just had a closing last week and to hear my clients give me these great testimonials that they're happy mm-hmm. with my service, that makes me happy. So, but you know, along with every business, there's challenges as well. So like I said, it's not an easy business, but it is very rewarding at the end. So you need to be in it for the right reasons. Right. So what's been the hardest? The hardest, um, I think, is having to manage all the different dimensions of a business. Mm. Because I think what people don't realize when you're in real estate, you're you're not just a realtor, you, you have a business. Right. So you have to really pay attention 
to not only the sales, the marketing, the uh, your CRM, your all these components that that make a business, right. and at the end result. The end in mind is your client and making sure that yeah. you provide the best customer service experience possible. So managing yeah. all those components and having knowledge in all those areas, you know, is, is challenging, but that's what business is. Yeah. So is this, you're not only the CEO, you're the CMO, the CFO. Exactly. Right, right. You're the chief executive of each, each department. You have different hats. Right, different and hats. just put them on. Which makes it fun and, yeah. and, and exciting, but also can make it very challenging. Exactly. How have you organized yourself? So you are either automating, delegating, or eliminating those tasks in each of those areas that give the biggest impact. Well, first of all, I have to manage my calendar and time block. Right. That's the first thing. So I time block my uh, real estate business, of course. I time block my family time. I time block my me time. All of those things is very important. I've also, um, you know, established a CRM to manage my clients and my activities. And then, you know, always trying to find time to learn because this business is constantly as you know we're in the technology business too so learning all these tools that help us kind of stay up with the market and be current yeah for sure very Mm -hmm. very important what about from the marketing perspective because we know in this particular business lead generation and lead conversion but lead generation is everything that's right so what are you doing to generate you know referrals that leads uh, listings. What what type of marketing is working for you in today's market? Well, we have a fantastic CRM system, as you know, and um, through that, I think that really my sphere of influence has been where I focus all my time in, mm-hmm. and um, in that sphere sphere of influence is where I've built my business really um, with referrals. Right. I built my most of my business. I'd say ninety percent of my business is based on referrals. So I just think that if you do a great job with one people are going to talk about you they're mm-hmm. going to give you great testimonies right and um you know it just kind of builds on its own you know and i started this this business not even four years ago part-time learning about the business and then i went in full-time um, not long ago and it's been just amazing you know my goal was to to make a six-figure income and i i i, I surpassed that goal and that's wow. exciting to know that you know yeah you can help people and also have a rewarding career along the way. Yeah, that's financially rewarding. Exactly. How's it feel? Feels great. Feels yeah. great. It feels awesome. I just I feel so blessed that I was put in this position. Never imagined mm-hmm. that this time in my life I would be helping people right. with their real estate needs, but I mean, a home, their home is their biggest asset. And what a huge responsibility and honor it is for us and for for them to trust us with. So, you know, it, it's very rewarding. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. It sounds like you're looking at the long-term value of a client. You know, I just posted something the other day about the long-term value of a customer. Mm-hmm. And one of our agents, James Sharp, jumped in and said over a 10-year period what he had earned in terms of referrals from that one client. Mm-hmm. And it, it averaged about two referrals per year per client. So I don't know if you have a, a KPI or an indicator or a metrics that you're looking for, or is that just naturally... Uh, happening happening no I haven't actually tracked that I do track my business because of course I have goals on not how many houses I sell but how many people I serve right and in speaking about that for instance last weekend I had the honor of attending a baby shower of one of my clients 
who happens to be the daughter of one of my clients who was one of my neighbors. So just in that family, I was able to serve their parents twice in one year, right. two homes, and then now help their children. And now their children are having babies. And, and you see what that's like. It's like I get to be a part of their journey in this life. And it's it's just amazing to know yeah. that that one referral turns and it's a family thing, that they're trusting right. me with their whole family. Right. And so now the grandparents are moving. And you never know. Like it's it's, you know, it's always it's always somebody in a referral somewhere. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'd encourage you, the audience, to look at at least uh, two referrals per closed client each year is kind of a minimum standard to kind of benchmark your efforts against. Uh, that's one that we see uh, James and others use. Um, has there been days that are so tough that you just wanted to quit? Okay, let's just talk about this weekend. Let's see. I was going from an inspection right. to an open house, and I get a flat tire on 75. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Right in between. It's about 1.30. My open house is at 2 o'clock. So, you know, these are things that happen in this business. Life happens. Stress level through the roof. Exactly. But, you know, you just take a deep breath and you go into action. You call someone, come pick you up. You go drop off your car to get the tire fixed. <laughs> they drop you off, my husband, right. Right. at the open house. And then you go pick up your car afterwards and everybody's happy. And um, we got everything accomplished. But those are the days you never know what to expect. Yeah. But, you know, you just go along with it and you have to definitely be very flexible. Not, not flexible. But what I heard <laughs> is, is a, a growth mindset and uh, action oriented, like Always becoming resourceful. What's the solution? How do I? Always solution oriented. Yeah. oriented. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, so what's one thing you would share with the audience of your four-year journey, moving from you know your health and wellness business into real estate? Is there anything you wish you would have done differently? Well, I think that you know, starting out, I just got into the business because people people were asking for me and asking for my business, and right. so I just got thrown in there, and just. But then now looking back, what I did um, here recently is I sat down and took the time to to create my business plan, which is my AKA playbook, which is like my Bible. So I was able to put my business plan together and really focus on what I wanted to accomplish and and what each year is going to look like. And I go by that playbook. And so I think that's real important. I think that a lot of times we get in business and we don't put our business plan together and Mm -hmm. then business just happens and then you know chaos and and I don't like chaos in my life chaos causes stress and I don't like stress so you know I tell people one of the reasons why people hire me is because I I save them time money and stress Mm, you know I like it I I, save them time money and stress yeah I do Mm -hmm. that and so um and and you have to be you know very you know focused on that and your plan and what you want to accomplish because you can't be everywhere like most people think you can you cannot do it all yeah i love it and every every episode has a quote you know a quote that i think uh, stands out and that's one of them for, for for the compensation i receive i save you time money and stress oh really love it. i love it right that's great it's a great quote now um you know you mentioned that uh, saving people time money and stress and now that you've put a business plan in place what stopped you from doing that sooner what stopped you from doing that sooner? Were you just busy? Was it just not top of mind? Finally, it hits you that having this business plan in place mm-hmm. to have a business by design versus by default. Right. Obviously hits you. Right. You know, 
now versus sooner. So when you put a business plan together, guess what? It really makes you focus mm. on what is it you, you want to accomplish. And I'm very clear on my mission. My mission is to help people with their home and life transitions and to help them with a excellent customer service experience. And, and I do that by having market knowledge. I do that through my local international expertise. Mm-hmm. I, I do that through consultations with my clients I don't so they don't waste we don't waste time right I do that with my negotiating skills to save money I, I I'm purposeful and everything I do I become very clear and the end result by I said I, I save them time and money and I serve as well so I save and I right. serve so then I get to serve my clients with excellent customer service experience and then they help me by giving back to my community so I can serve my community right so it's just that's my what plan great, yeah. and I'm very focused and I know exactly what I need to do with my marketing mm-hmm. to get me there right and I'm not saying I'm perfect all the times but you know, sometimes something will somebody will call you and you just jump, right? And you right. have to think, wait a minute, is this part of also my values mm-hmm. is part of the things that you, right. you know, our values here is productivity Product and service. service. Mm-hmm. I, I tell everybody, you should find a, a business that is consistent with your values, your right. interests, and your beliefs. Because if not, why are you in business? So what is your yeah. why? Yeah. My why is to help people in this business. Yeah. So I love that you got this business plan in place and that even though it maybe took you a while to get there, now it's so clear and focused for you. Uh, that That's really, really amazing. Well, you know, we just published something from the uh, NAR study for buyers and sellers, and it actually reinforces everything you're talking about. The number one reason people are selecting an agent is their reputation. Uh, you know, number two is their online reviews, you know, their social proof. Trustworthiness. Trustworthiness. Yeah. Number three was their... Um, uh, local hyper local knowledge yes. of the neighborhoods mm-hmm. and then four was obviously their relationship with family friends um, you know their sphere of influence right sure. so you're hitting all four of those top factors right uh, well that's good yeah. that's good to know which is exactly you know, <laughs> doing the right thing doing the right thing because <laughs> uh, you know in business uh, we all solve problems for a profit right that's right people we're problem need, solvers we're problem solvers you know they need to buy sell or invest in real estate and you, you can you know, position that as a, in a sense, a problem or a challenge, their their opportunity, and we we solve those problems for them. And you're doing it very well at a at a high level. Thank you. Well, so as we wrap up this episode, any last words of wisdom for the audience? I would just say, you know, to to love what you do. You know, mm. you just. I think that's what's kept me in this business. That I genuinely love this business. Mm-hmm. And um, another thing is, I care about my clients. So. You have to have empathy for them. Mm-hmm. I put myself in their shoes always and put their interests first, not my own. Mm-hmm. Because if you put yours first, you're not going to last in this business. And the statistics will tell you that. Right. And so you have to be very clear on why you're in this business and what you want to accomplish. Right. Because, you know, we don't have, I don't know, who knows how much time we have on this earth, right? We better right. love what we do and have fun at it. I mean, right. I have fun. So not only get to serve our clients, and they become they become like a lot of them are become my friends and family, and right. I do client appreciation parties, and we mm-hmm. get to you know laugh together and, and have fun in life too. Right. So, well, yeah, good. It's a so, fun business. So it's interesting. Uh, uh, playing off that over the weekend, I, I attended a continuing education type uh, seminar, and it's related to a blog I wrote. So if you go to jpar.net/blog okay. and type in uh, Dream Killer. 
type in dream killer, the five words that kill more dreams than anything else is, I don't feel like it. Um, so when we love what we do, we all know that love is a feeling. Right. And so the seminar I went to talked about commitment. That's right. How commitment can overcome our feelings. Because some days we may not love it, right? That's right. Some days That's we right. may hate when we have the flat tire. and. We're, so how do you... What's your commitment? How does your commitment to the business uh, come into play and, and override, in a sense, your day-to-day feelings? Well, it's 100% commitment. You have to get in this business for that reason. Right. And be 100, you can't be half part-time here. Right. So, you know, I do my business. I do this business full-time, my real estate business. Um, on the side, though, I do what I love, too. I have a little side hustle uh, consulting business called Pump Up Life. I do consulting on home health and happiness three areas that i focus on i Mm. do through my children's books and speaking engagements and so i love that too so and i get to do that and i get to reach more people and build my sphere and and you know so it's putting your whole heart in being committed to what you're doing and not trying to do everything find something you love and stick to it because we're all different we all have different gifts like you say we have different dreams different talents strengths so we can't compare ourselves to other people. What makes one person successful, you know, is not what makes us successful. So we have to be no. true ourselves and know why, why we're doing this business for and for sure. who. For sure. Our clients. Well, thanks for joining us today and congratulations on your success. Thank and you. we'll see you on an on a, uh, episode of Success Superstars real soon.